0: Love Talk Radio. Politricks with Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies. 6:30 right. p.m. every Monday. Politricks, is what you need to know. politics Politricks, is what you need to know. Politricks, is what you need to know. politics is what you need to know. know. break it down, man. Fuck the fake news. Ain't from the impact of politics affects you. I've been to the I yeah. empire, cheats faith 'cause they're liars. Yeah. Knowledge is key before we expire. Yeah. Never forget his presence and he
1: allows. Yeah. Whatever mercs tell us might keep yeah. us alive. Yeah. Cause what they're doing is just bullshit. Yeah. It's what you need to know. These politics, 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 politics is what you need to know. policy politics, politics is what you need to know. Politics, politics is what you need to know is what you need to know Merck, Brett Scott, 6.30pm uh, All Monday, you better listen uh, to him uh, Polishing, is what you need to know Polishing, polishing, is what you need to know
0: Politrix with Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies. Yo, hit them with the bill. And today's featured guest, Nation from what part of New York? I forgot. I did not know what to
1: say. <laughs> Hello? Yep. Hello. I'm
0: here. What's on your microphone? Microphone check one two one
1: two. Yep, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. All
0: right. I, you only got twenty seven minutes left. Do the thing.
1: All right. Um, you know you know, I love stories, and the stories actually do connect, so bear with me here. Uh, many moons ago, I used to work construction back in New York, right? And there was a lot of mysticism that went on in construction, but it was a little bit different than what goes on nowadays, right? Real quick, we had a, a foreman. The name was Eddie. And right? had a son named Jamie. Jamie was higher up in, uh, in the company, right There was never a day that went by that people said, "What's Jamie doing here? He's you know the foreman's son making money for nothing?" That never happened because Jamie was excellent at his job. He was an educated man, was a college graduate, and he knew exactly what he was doing. The owner of the company, his son, was an operator. No one ever said, why is Billy here? Just earning money for nothing, drinking coffee, doing nothing? No, Billy was an excellent operator, right? So that question never came up. So, yes, their fathers helped them get jobs, but it was jobs that they were 100% qualified for. So no one ever asked me questions, and as long as I worked there, it never came up. Now, let's talk about... Donald Trump, and let's talk about his kids, right? I don't even know what the hell Donald Jr. is doing because he's practically (laughs) – I was trying to get a handle on exactly what it is he does. He does a lot. But I'm concentrating today on Ivanka, and I'm concentrating on Jared Kushner. Now, at first, Ivanka was supposed to be – she wasn't going to be involved in the administration. Now she's like an advisor to Donald Trump, right? Keep in mind that Ivanka Trump went to Georgetown University for two years, and she transferred to the Wharton Business School where she graduated cum laude, which basically is a fancy way of saying she graduated in the top 20 to 25% of her class, right? But she has – there's no – I mean, she doesn't have any political experience. Jared Kushner – in, uh you know, uh, Ivanka's husband, Donald's son-in-law, in 2003, he graduated cum laude from Harvard with a B.A., uh, with a major in government, right? But he never did anything as government until he worked for Trump. He was a Democrat his entire life. He gave money to Democratic organizations, and in 2015, when he joined Donald Trump, he had a, uh, uh, what do we call it, like an ideological... Uh, transference or something like that when he joined Trump, right? Ideological conversion is what he called it. He had no prior involvement in retail politics, which is a fancy word for running campaigns or in government before he joined Trump's campaign. He was always in the real estate, and I think at one time he owned a small newspaper in New York. So what makes these people qualified to hold high positions now, here's the thing. Play blue. Let's just say you decided that you wanted to run for, uh, I don't know, let's say you wanted to run for Congress in North Carolina, right? You don't have to have any qualifications. You just have to be above a certain age and you have to be a citizen for X amount of years, and you could run for Congress. So running for an elected office is one thing, but actually being appointed to positions through nepotism is something else altogether. You know who does that? Dictators. You know who did that a lot? Saddam Hussein <laughs> appointed his two sons, Uday and Qusey, to high positions in the government. You know? And I, I had to dig into something. If it's illegal it's for Donald Trump to hire his kids. Why did he hire his kids? You know? And I found out something about the law. If you have a law, and the law doesn't have a consequence, then it's basically just held together by honor. And if you are like Trump, and you have no honor, then there's nothing really that holds you back. And that's the problem. There actually is a law that they made in, uh, was it, 1967, right? And it was was an anti-nepotism law. So, basically, any public official, and that means the president or a member of Congress, uh, a public official may not appoint, employ, promote, advance, or advocate for employment, employment, promotion, or advancement, I know it's a lot of words thrown together, in or to a civilian position in the agency in which he is serving, or over which he ex, uh, exercises jurisdiction or control and uh it's
0: basically you can't hire them. But so they, but look, look look but look, they got around that. They remember they didn't give her an official title. That's how he got around that
1: one. No, but now she has an official title. She it's didn't have one title. before. Sorry. She um what was it? She didn't have one before. You were right, she didn't have an official title before. But uh, I think a couple of days ago they gave her an official title. Now the oh, only nice. thing about that is, oh, I know I should have written it down my <laughs> notes. Nope. You, you
0: can't give us half news. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, but that, and that was the thing that made me look on this in the first place: the fact that before she didn't have an she had an office, but she didn't have a title. Then they gave her a title And I was like okay If he's not allowed to do this Why are they letting him do it And the thing is there is no penalty The only thing Is that She's not allowed to draw a salary So she she draws salary She's not allowed to earn money From the position So if she earns money from the treasury Like a paycheck Like Trump does Then that would be in violation, but I read this thing over like five times, they don't have an actual penalty for it. The only guideline state, the law states that she cannot earn a salary. She can't draw a paycheck for doing this work. So she may get – well, I mean, she has money from Trump, so she doesn't need to earn a paycheck. But the thing is, that's how they got around it, the fact that there's no penalty for it. So he can hire the rest of his idiot family into positions of power – and as long as they don't draw a paycheck. And I think you figure, as many years as America's been around, and that's the one thing I didn't really get a chance to look at, why well, did they wait until 1967 to make anti-nepotism laws? So I'm wondering who did something stupid to me. It's kind of like when you were at work and like if you were in that office. Was,
0: um, that was the Kennedys. Yes,
1: yeah. yes. Yeah. But a lot of the – I don't know about all the candidates, but I know a lot of the candidates that were in office were elected, not appointed. Right. Now, now, I don't know – I mean, like, Bobby Kennedy and all of them, they were all elected, and that's one thing. If Jared Kushner ran for office and got elected, that's one thing. I can't say anything about that because you don't need those qualifications. And you technically don't need the qualifications to be an advisor. How Steve Bannon as an advisor to Trump? And Steve Bannon is a troll. But the thing is, if you want somebody advising the president, you want somebody who at least knows what they're doing. Now, if uh, Donald Trump appointed Jared Kushner to the president of real estate because he was doing real estate, that's one thing. But, you know, for Krishna's position, it's uh, sort of like this. Someone like Jared Kushner, right? Mm-hmm. His education his education background, he graduated from well, like I said, you know, he graduated uh a major in government but he didn't really act on it, right? He got into Harvard because him and his brother Joshua got admitted into Harvard because their father made a two point five billion dollar contribution to the to the university. That's how they got in. You know. So it's not like, oh, he had good grades, and then he just paid the money and got in. They paid the money to get him in. So I don't have his high school transcripts. You said two point five million, million or two
0: point five billion. Two uh, million
1: with an M. Oh, okay. To get him, his,
0: to
1: get him and yeah, to get him and his brother into Harvard. Okay. So it <laughs> what burns me about that the most is that. People are talking about it, like the, the the press, but they're not really talking about it in the way that it really needs to be talked about. And, and the fact that you have somebody like Trump who just has, and they just have the law, but they're just like, you know what, I can do what I want, so it doesn't matter. All oh, well, my friends have the great job Harvard? Harvard. Huh?
0: What's crazy to me, though, let Obama do one tenth of shit that has been going on in the last 100 days, and there would have been talk. There would have been implications of an impeachment. They would have been talking mad shit. Why this buffoonery well, is going on underneath this president? You know what I mean? But the
1: the thing is, people like Congress and all this, they waste their outrage on horseshit. When Obama didn't go to the tomb of the unknown soldier in his first year as president, all the right-wing rats talking about he should be in peace for that. When, when Obama wore a tan suit or saluted uh, a soldier with a coffee cup in his hand, they said used, he they should used be in peace for that. But you are right. If, if, uh, if Hillary Clinton was president and she appointed Chelsea to a position of power, they would have, the press would have went ancient, especially Fox News and Brian and all of them. But you know they just act like it doesn't exist because of Trump. Because they figure he's rich, he knows what he's doing, that he's smart. A lot of the people in the Forbes, like you know, in those top uh, richest people lists, a lot of the people inherited their money. And the only thing they did was they didn't blow it all on oxycontin or bet it all in Vegas. That's their only thing. Right. You know, they didn't they didn't make that money They didn't earn it It was given to them And there's nothing wrong with that Except when you get to the point where they feel that having that money Makes them better than other people That's the problem I have with that While making programs To deny working people A chance to advance Like uh, The mayor of Baltimore Right I crack on Baltimore all the time <laughs> Because I had a friend when I, lived in, uh, when I worked in D.C., one of my coworkers was from Baltimore. And he was so ragged on me because I was from New York. I'm like, dude, you're from Baltimore. If you drive less than 10 miles an hour, crack and strip your car while you're rolling. When they did The Wire, there was no script. They just filmed people and edited it. And we have a show now. Like Baltimore, <laughs> I, I don't know about now, but Baltimore was a, was a real shithole. But here's the thing. Catherine, uh, I think she pronounces it, it's spelled P G H. so I think she pronounces it pig or something like that. Real hideous, let us me. me. But she's the mayor of Baltimore. She was elected uh, back in November. She ran on a platform of signing a $15 minimum wage, right? She right. walked back on that. So the legislature passed it, they put it on her desk, and she did not sign it. Because she cited some bullshit, uh was talking to my pastor. I'm like, what? Who? That wasn't her only reason. I'm, I'm I'm being glib here. But, you know, she gave me, she got on TV, and she gave her reasons for not signing it. She said it was bad for the economy and all this other stuff. And I... I never like the myth that raising the minimum wage is a bad thing. I'll tell you this. Minimum wage right now in this country is $7.25 an hour. If you just one day made it $15 an hour, that would indeed be a catastrophe because, it's, because the smaller the stores will not be able to keep up. Right? So it's usually yeah. a gradual thing, you know? Like... Uh, But it's the myth that raising the minimum wage is bad for the economy. It's a myth. You just can't do it all at once, like a big increase all at once, but put it like this, okay? Let me ask you a question, Blue. You have – I might have asked this before, but I'll ask it again. You have a a coffee shop, and they say you can either have your coffee shop in – Birmingham, Alabama, where the minimum wage is like $7.25 an hour, or you could have it in New York, with a minimum wage of $12 an hour. Where would you put your well, coffee
0: I've shop Well, I've been to Birmingham, why? Alabama, and
1: nearly got killed there, so definitely wouldn't go to that <laughs> motherfucker. I would be in New York with <laughs> 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 we'll go into Nation. go going on, Nation? But um, where, where would you put your coffee shop? New York. Oh. <laughs> now, why would, why, would, why would you put it in New York?
0: One, I'm going to get a higher quality of customer. Um, two, mm-hmm. yeah, this is, uh, the cost would have to be adjusted in order to sell the coffee at that price. But they say that when the prices are higher in such restaurants, that it really does not have impact the profit margin that much.
1: Right. and And, and that's the thing. You have a place like uh, Walmart, right? And we go over this all the time. Walmart, they starve their people out because they pay them minimum wage. They have the government supplement those people with, um, with welfare, food stamps, stuff like that. And they keep all those extra profits. That's why the Waltons are like the richest family in the world. You know. Mm-hmm. But well. if I'm looking at it like that, you know, kind of like along your lines. Yes, it would cost you more to operate in New York. Than it would
0: to operate in Alabama
1: But cash in Alabama Ain't trying to pay six fifty for a cup of coffee They're not trying to spend What they make in an hour On a cup of coffee <laughs> You know right. I know everybody, everybody Doesn't make minimum wage But you figure Close enough to it because you figure What was it the median income in this country Is like $35,000 That's like the You know That's crazy we're supposed to be the richest country in the world. Damn, I made that. Out of here. Yeah. Well, so I look at it like this. Yes, a gradual increase is good, but you can't just bump it up to fifteen from seven dollars. That's chaos. Right. But um, all these, but all these states that are doing it, they're doing it gradually. New York is doing it gradually. Now. I was trying to find out. I know that uh, Catherine Pug. I have gotta hope I'm pronouncing her name right, because I mean, I know disrespect. Um, She's had a couple of people in her organization investigated for uh, campaign finance stuff, but I couldn't find any main org- like organization that would be influencing her her decision. Because the thing that got me is she said. That was her platform. I'm going to... When that $15-an-hour bill lands on my desk, I'm going to sign it. And it landed on her desk, and she wouldn't sign it. She vetoed it. And unfortunately, the council is having a hard time She's trying to override her veto. They're not going to have enough votes to do it. But, Maryland is not left out in the cold. And that's the best to only saving grace. Because uh, Maryland voted to... Raise their minimum wage, All right? So you figure – hold on, let me get it here. That's I think it's up to you. Uh,
0: while you're looking that up real quick? I'd be damned yep. if somebody who got a GED or less makes $15 an hour. If I'm in the power to vote, I'm going to vote that shit now every single fucking time.
1: Fuck that shit At least it's your associate I I, I will Mm. tell you one thing I'll tell you one thing about that Right Jason how do you feel about that Like you think that somebody just coming out of high school Should be making like $15 an hour Um, Fuck that I don't know
0: I don't know I'm kind of on both sides of the fence with that Because uh, I, I would say no I would say no you know, you gotta work your I way mean, up. Like, if you gonna get if they get fifteen dollars without even a GED, well fuck that. Let me turn in my motherfucking masters and my fucking bachelors and let me not have to pay that eight hundred dollars a month and fucking student loan. Right, so, right, right,
1: right, right. But you know what that's called? Coming out of high school and making that type of money, you know what that's called? That's called nineteen seventy two. Because in back in the seventies you can come out of high school, you can get a job. They can give you the money to buy a house, but then again, that's back when the house cost like twenty grand. Now <laughs> Hell the house yeah, costs my was Like, too
0: bad you know, dude, too bad. House cost 16000 dollars. I was like, what? You paid for this? For the first yeah. year, y- y'all got in <laughs>
1: Basically, mm-hmm. but the thing <laughs> is, my niece is an EMT, right? And mm-hmm. she posted a lot of stuff about like when they were, when they were trying to get that fifteen dollars you minimum know, wage. Like all the fast food workers were going on strike in New York. And she was saying, hey, I'm an EMC, right? Why should these fast food workers make the same amount of money that I do? All they're doing is flipping Thank burgers. You. and
0: you. can't even do I mean, that, right. that. You're killing people. Get the fuck
1: out of here. Right, right, I right, right, right. But I said, you have to look at it like this. You're looking at it as, why should these burger flippers make the same amount of money as I do? What you should be saying is, why aren't I making more? You're an EMT. You shouldn't be making $15 an hour. You should be making more than that. Right. Construction workers in New York, start in their unions, they started $20 an hour, and that was 20 years ago. So Lord knows what they make now. They make $30, dollars an hour. They make yeah. 30 something dollars an hour now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're an EMT and you're only getting $15 an hour, you should be making more. And that's the thing. They kind of pit people against each other, but they should be working together to say, okay, well, if I'm flipping burgers and I'm making $15, Right, you're an EMT. Mm-hmm. You're making like twenty five. Well, fuck your bullshit.
0: McDonald's said, fuck that shit. Yeah. We're gonna do like this, and you push these fucking buttons and get your burgers.
1: You know what I say mm-hmm. to that? And, and that's my that was my other point. When people like Captain Cuba are saying that raising minimum wage is bad, they're not looking at it. I, at least that's my opinion. They're not looking at it from an economical standpoint. They're looking at it as a retaliatory standpoint because you figure uh, all these fast food restaurants, they'll say, well, if I have to pay people a living wage, what I'll do is I'll just cut people's hours or I'll just cut people and then make the people that are left work more. Or I'll just cut people all together and just put self-service kiosks in there. But my thing is this, if they do that, if you do that in, I'm just, just going to bring up Birmingham, Alabama again. If you do that in Alabama, right, and everything's still spread out, you may have to dance to, to that tune. But if you're in New York City, you throw a rock and it'll reach you off of four places to eat before it hits the ground. So yeah. if there's a fast food restaurant in New York that tries to do that bullshit, people would be like, I'm just not going to eat there. I'll just go next door and eat there you know, In in bigger cities, mm. they got choices like that. You know what? They're, I mean, if Walmart pulls... I, I don't shop at Walmart unless I have to. I don't drive, so I just go where where the, where the driver goes. But I'll go to Target in a second. I'll pay that 2 $3 more just so I don't have to shop at Walmart and contribute <laughs> to that bullshit. <laughs> you know. Mm. I, I'm, I'm very... Put it like this. I know the Koch brothers make their money for paper towels. I buy generic paper towels all the time. Now, I know they're uh, a huge industry, and they probably, for every product I don't buy, there's probably two more that I buy not knowing it. But, I mean, raising the minimum wage doesn't hurt. Seattle went to uh, $15 an hour. California is going to $15 an hour. New York is going to $15 an hour. All these places that have already bumped the minimum wage, now some of them it's too early to tell. There's not enough data to see what's going on. But some of the ones that have, have already done it for a while, there is no evidence that it hurt the economy. And it's it's either status quo, which is good, or it made things better. Because the thing is, somebody made a point. I think all I want to say was Gordon Gekko. He was on one of these shows. And he was saying that if you give money, let's just say I gave a hundred thousand dollars to some rich jackass, right? What's he gonna do with it? You're gonna put it in an offshore account. It's gonna sit mm-hmm. there burning interest. And it ain't going nowhere. But if I gave if I gave like if I gave you a hundred grand, hundred grand in mm-hmm. cash, all taxes on it already paid, what would you do with that money? Like just off the top um, of your head. Hundred grand just throws w- it in the account
0: Me? I would put it in a um I would put it in a uh I would, me I, honestly, I would put it in a account and and just uh, let it just gain interest,
1: you right. know, with the and, then, and all. That. I will put it in.
0: Right. I would buy fucking acres of land and grow marijuana and wait on North
1: Carolina to pass the law. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm. I, I, I'll tell you what, Blue. For you, Blue, watch uh, John Oliver did a special on marijuana or uh, just, just yesterday, watch it. It's actually pretty interesting. That all these places where marijuana is legal, it's not so simple. And if for you, nation, even if you yeah. put the money in the bank, it's still an American bank. It's still being reinvested. Yeah, that's it's still true. doing something. But cash and put this yeah. up in offshore accounts, we don't get any of it. They don't even, they don't even pay taxes on to the U.S. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Know. You know. Or if some people, like, like for me, I would say, yeah, I pay off my student loans. I'll put some of it away. I'll put some of it in the account so let it grow, help my retirement. But then I'm going to bust. They're like, oh, I could use another TV. I could build another computer. I could buy some new clothes. Maybe it's shirt that's ironed, you know, something like that. But I would spend some of it. If people make more, like working class folks, they make more, they spend more. And that's yeah. what I think these people on Realize, when I say these people, I'm talking about the people who are brainwashed and are thinking that raising the minimum wage is bad. The people who come out and say, oh, yeah, if you raise uh, minimum wage, a Big Mac will cost $9. No, it's not. <laughs> there, was, there was a bar in New York. Uh, they had trouble keeping a wage staff, like the backroom staff, I guess they called it. So what they did was they said, uh, they'll pay a minimum wage. So they said, you know what, we'll start you at $12 an hour. If you stay for six months, we'll bump you to 15 You know how they paid for that increase? They told people, uh, the patients, don't tip anybody. You don't have to tip because they're actually getting an actual wage. And um, they charged an extra dollar for beer.
0: And mm. that paid,
1: and that paid oh, okay. so that, for that increase. Okay. So they were able to pay a, a staff... And when you're well paid, you know, I saw my nephew just the other day. Mm -hmm. What makes a job menial is the pay. If people Mm. were shoveling dog shit and they were getting paid $20 an hour for it, they'll shovel that shit.
0: It's $20 an hour. It's
1: It's not the work that's menial, it's the pay that's menial. Comedian Earthquake no. made an excellent point. He said, I am not too proud to pick oranges for a living. I just can't pick oranges for $2 an hour. Right.
0: No. Okay. So. Mm. Very interesting. So, we're
1: almost out of time. Uh, Nation, Blue, you guys have any closing thoughts?
0: Um, huh. There's more to come to see with... Was uh, coming out of the the White House or out of uh, Trump Towers, and then coming tomorrow. You know, yeah, I'll, I'll be this talking man. about
1: that on Saturday for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, you know this what? Man really,
1: is a maniac.
0: What's crazy mm. to me though is just how fast the news cycles. Like they're harping something Obama did or something about Obama for weeks on top for weeks until you just get tired of hearing it. You hear one little mm-hmm. slight blurb about Trump and then they move on to the next subject. You
1: dig? always doing
0: something. It's like this guy got like rubber on his back. And like it, it just everything bounces off of him. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 media-wise.
1: Yeah. But you I know think, what?
0: Think, it, think, it, I think, I think his wife is doing tour down here. 'Cause I promise you, I'm gonna get at her. I seen that motherfucking Playboy spread <laughs> she had back <laughs> in the day. I kind of like what I see, you dig? <laughs> I feel I feel Trump has
1: Something and get Really out, against Obama fuck, <laughs> mm. Yeah But hey, All those distractions That Trump's doing It's not going to last forever Because I mean Places like CNN And You know MSNBC They're like Dogs with Frisbees You throw the Frisbee The dog just chasing it It doesn't say Hey when I get this Frisbee You want to put it in the shed No, nope. You throw that Frisbee And they're gone but other people like Mother Jones, Huffington Post, uh, Young terse, they're a lot more dedicated. And I'm, I'm going to say that uh, or even BBC and when it all comes down, I think it's going to be one of those networks that really brings it out. Cause, oh, I don't know I'm what the fuck going on in the CNN.
0: I, I, want Trump, I want Trump to stay right where he at, to be honest with you, because honestly, I'm more afraid of Pence than I'm afraid of Trump.
1: Oh, Actually, there's more to be worried about Because when Trump goes down Pence is going with him And then we got to do with Paul Ryan But mm. Paul Ryan is like Inspector Clouseau; so He's supposed to be their policy walk, And he doesn't know what the hell he's doing Because he's never had to govern before You know, even Paul mm. Ryan Himself admitted it He said it was much easier When he just stand there and say no And that's all he had to do well, now, we to, now we have to actually have plans and you see how Where's that Where
0: the X-Men when and the Mutants and the Avengers when you really need them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. Fucking bullshit. Like, I don't even feel good about doing the show no more. It sickens me to hear this shit. You know, back in the day, it was all fun. Politics was all fun. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We right. never saw mm-hmm. that we never thought Trump would be president, so we just a patted between the three candidates that were running, blah, blah, blah. And we had fun. Right. Now now we just talk about stressful shit. My stomach hurts every time I fucking do this show.
1: <laughs> now, now it's really now real. Real, real talk, man. Yeah. Real talk. It's kind of like when Bush was president, and he's out there on TV. and like, ha, oh, ha, he's president. He can't pronounce words. He's an idiot. And then September 11th happened, and we were like, holy shit. This guy's our president? Oh, we're fucked. And right. we had that feeling on day one. And we I don't didn't like have to fucking, wait for I don't it.
0: like getting fucked unless it's like a big booty bitch that hit me like doing that reverse cowboy shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> but it, it got really real, really fast, you know? Yeah. 2018, man, we got to figure out something. We
0: got to figure out a game plan to get people mobilized. To make the change that's needed for 2018. I'm serious. Between all of us, we're gonna to have to sit down and really map out something. Cause this right here is some bullshit. I might not even have a subject in six months behind these ulcers. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah. But I think. But but you know, like I said, keep in mind that when uh, when Trump goes down, that's going with him. So it'll be President Paul Ryan.
0: I hope all of them go down with them. not just Pence, All of them. Yeah. There's a lot of no do gooders in there.
1: Yeah. But the problem is, is that the voters. You know, I, I was telling them uh, on a Saturday show, Lindsey Graham stood up in front of a whole bunch of people that would uh, bring it all. He was chanting. <laughs> he was. He was chanting. Yeah, they were chanting your last term because he told the budget broke people. Yeah, we our next job was a. Is a uh, take on corporate taxes, lower corporate taxes and make us more competitive and the crowd booed them and started so chanting your last term. And, and like Lou said, Lindsey Graham was like, yeah, bring it on. That's how you know your your section is gerrymandered because you basically – but these people don't know the issues. They just know mm-hmm. the, the ideology.
0: They just say, oh, you don't like gay
1: marriage? I don't like gay marriage. I'm going to vote for you. So the have to, to that person that you're voting for is about to uh make laws so that you can't pay off your student loans or make it harder for you to uh, you know make it easier to get your home foreclosed on or make it harder for you to get unemployment benefits. They don't care about that part until it happens to them. It's like all these young people now with losing the bus and losing their health insurance. they just cared, oh, he wants to build the wall he bought the Mexicans. I don't like Mexicans either. they don't have a wall bill that wall, you fucking idiots, and now you're not going to have any health care. This whole thing with the bill going down is a reprieve, okay? They're going to regroup. They have the numbers. So once they all get on the same page, it's, you know, it's still going to go away. So Bernie Sanders, is our only hope, man, if he can get enough people to get on, well, it's not just Bernie Sanders, it's the Republican constituents have to stay on them because that's why they voted against the bills or at least said they were going to because in those states that aren't gerrymandered, like Tom Cotton's state, when they said your last term, uh, he was like, unless I vote with the people, this really is going to be my last term because they will vote me out. You know, so we'll see, but it's just... I agree with you, Blue. So, I mean, I still love doing a show, but it's just not really real, really fast. Like, holy shit, this dude is president. Every day I wake up, I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> He's like president. What the shit is yeah. going You know.
0: Ground, but, uh, Groundhog Day all over
1: again. <laughs> that's how, how it <laughs> feels. <fair. laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Every day you wake up, it's like, damn, I'm still here? (laughs) I got to do this shit again? (laughs) (laughs) Like, where's Bill Murray when you need him? How the hell do I get out of this? You know, but... And you can't tell these people nothing, man. Did you see... um, I don't remember her name, but she works at CNN. And she has, like, these five or six Trump fans, and they asked them to grade... Donald Trump's performance, and they were just so super, they just held up signs with, like, the, with the grace, like, I'll give President Trump, and he holds up the sign, and A+. plus. <laughs> I'm just like, and then she was like, what are you basing that on? He's like, well, he's keeping his promises. She was like, like what? Like, well, he's going to build a wall, and so yeah, but it hasn't been built yet. Oh, and you know, he's in the travel ban, it got struck down twice. Like, these <laughs> people just don't, they just don't, they just have this whole little world in their head and they projected it into real life somehow. And it doesn't work. Even Donald Trump Talking about, oh, Obama, uh, you know, Obama's spying on me. You know. And I'm just like, how do you, you know. And his surrogates have to look like jackasses on television trying to defend him. That's the funny part. Basically, the on one of the shows, they played a clip of Donald Trump literally saying, I, I give these politicians money, you know, I, I put money in their campaigns, and when I call, they kiss my ass. He actually said that. And one of hmm. his surrogates had to explain that. You know what she said? She said, well, Donald Trump's just exposing the system. <laughs> One of the pundits was like, you know what? And when Lance Armstrong was doping all those years, he was just exposing the system. <laughs> wow. You know, wow. Absolutely ridiculous. Like the, the dream world these people live in. Like I don't even talk mm. to them anymore. Like I, I, I used to challenge them and you know, on Facebook and I'm like, Why? Because we don't need them to win the next election. We just need to unite a nice base. Because if the yeah, base is united... Split,
0: we don't need to be split like we did between that Bernie's and that uh, Clinton thing, Mercer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm, I'm on I'm on the line days in my hand. I know I was one of them, you know. But, I mean... Yeah, I mean, it, 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 of
0: that base got, if that base was able to be on the same page, I, this wouldn't have happened. I, we, did, we were our own undoing. Splitting hair. We split hairs. And this
1: is what we got. Fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you figure Hillary won by uh, the popular vote by two and a half million votes. But in the Electoral College, she lost by a total of, what, 17,000 votes or something like that. It was really slim.
0: Now, and that just tells me right there that that's not the voice of America. Get rid of this stupid-ass Electoral College. Even when I was in middle school, I thought it was a stupid-ass concept for this day and time. Yeah, it made plenty of sense for its time, but with, with modern technology, there's no place for it.
1: It was it basically mean, something put in place to, to so that states that you know, like the slaveholding states, could still have some sort of power. Because in those southern states, they didn't have the population that the northern states did, so that was their way to kind of balance things out. Right, because you
0: know? man, mainly the population they had was not considered real persons. What is it, three fourths of a man or something like that? Stupid as map ahead. Three ass,
1: math they had. <laughs> Yes. Right. And it was because they wanted. They wanted slaves to not have the rights to vote, but still wanted to count them as far as uh, representation. And that's what wow, the whole, right. that's part of where the whole three-fifths of a, of a person came from. Because they were like, well, if they mm-hmm. can't vote, they can't count as a whole person when it comes to representation for your state. <laughs> so, they only, so each slave only counted as three-fifths of a person. So but it, it, it's it's we'll see what happens next, man. But I, I can tell you, 2018 it's either going to be uh, total victory or total defeat. But and the problem is is that the the establishment still runs the Democratic Party. So right now all the all the Bernie folks they're just they're not even looking toward the put it like this. Democrats in North Carolina than there are registered Republicans. Now, I have to look this up again because this is from a couple of years ago. There were more registered Democrats than there were registered Republicans, but there were more registered independents than there were registered Republicans. So they would kind of sat in the middle. So it went Democrats, independents, uh, Republicans. So Republicans mm-hmm. in, uh, in, in some of these states are the minority as far as the registered voters. The independents. Weigh these elections And that's what swayed the election here In um, this last election The independents swung toward Trump Okay So they're the ones who you really need to worry about Because Democrats are going to vote Democrat Republicans are going to vote Republican That's in the bag They're going to stick to their ideologies. So even Democrats are guilty of just voting Ideology over uh, Reality Just as guilty of not even more guilty it just so happens that Democrats, you know, I was talking with my friend, with his mom, uh, she was in town last weekend, and she's a, she's a Democrat. She doesn't really like when I talk bad about Democrats, you know, she kind of cringes a bit, because I, I can be kind of raw, but I told her, like, yeah, Democrats and Republicans both have people in their party who were bought off, you know, humors you're, just like you're uh, what's his name, the dude from West Virginia, Joe mansions and stuff like that, that's, On both sides But when it comes to policy The Democrats are a million times better Than the Republicans Bernie Sanders is trying to push a bill Matter of fact I want to say There's at least two bills Out there Pushed by Democrats To try and get uh, Medicare for all So Bernie Bernie's pushing one And someone else pushed one uh, About a month ago And it had uh, What's say like 60 people signing on to it? 60, uh, 60 lawmakers signing on to it? So that's the laws that Democrats usually make, you know, that give people stuff, that help people. Republicans is always trying to take stuff away, or trying to make them jump through unnecessary hoops like Paul Ryan trying to make a bill uh, to test people for, test welfare recipients to get welfare. Yeah, they always pass those tests, though. They had... I, think I would say it was. They tested like 35,000 people, only 50% of people failed. So you say that that's less than 1% of the people tested failed. You know why so many people pass those drug tests? Because they have to pass those drug tests for their jobs. So passing a drug test to get welfare is an afterthought because they already have to stay clean for their jobs. Why would you test people you on a I'm a mental health and
0: substance so well, abuse therapist. And I never got drug tested at my
1: job. Well, the thing is, uh, I saved the article. I didn't get a chance to read it because I I didn't want to explore it later. But some people say that, like, drug testing, you know, for jobs is really unconstitutional. Yeah. Now, now I'm I'm not a constitutional scholar. So that's something I'd have to study up on. But I never thought about it like that. To get the job that I have now, I had to get drug tested. But I haven't been drug tested since. So when I first got the job, I had to go to a lab, you know, and do the whole thing. But once that happened, they never drunk tested me again. I mean, I can have well, sure. a Well, like yeah. a week, but what? <laughs> I, I don't drink. I don't do drugs. And, I, and I, I joke with my friends. I'm like, I would be a terrible drunk. I'd be one of those drunk who get, you know, I'd be one of those drunks who stay in the middle of the streets on a punch car. Like, oh, lousy Japanese car, sir. I'd be that type of drunk probably, the mean Trump who just like, you know, yells at people and they're like, what do you mean you drink Dr. Pepper? Why don't you just drink